All right, so our chapter today is our ancient foe. You know, anybody know what a foe is? What? That's right. Which we don't like foes, do we? No, we don't like foes. All right, so last week <clears throat> we learned uh, the tree God forget forbidden Adam and Eve to eat from. Do you remember the name of that tree? Very good. That's right. Which is kind of a mouthful there, huh? So what happened to Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God? That's right. They did bad, right? Yep. So that's why what that's why everything's so hard now. You got to go to work. You got to, you know, Ray knows about digging in the dirt and planting stuff. <laughs> Takes work. You get all them weeds growing in there. You got to pull the weeds out. All right, so let's look at Genesis 3, 1 through 5. All right, so now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So here's, here's Satan coming in, in the disguise of a serpent or a beast, snake. And uh, so he's asking Eve some, some little twisty questions tempting questions so so he he asks kind of kind of says the truth but he messes it up a little bit did god really say you you couldn't have truth that's right is god really saying you can't eat from all the trees he knew what god said but he wanted to try and mess her up and a woman said to the serpent we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, at least you die. All right, so did Eve get the, what God said right? To some degree, huh? She kind of messed up a little bit there. You know what part she messed up on? God didn't say she couldn't touch it and, and she'd die. God just said, don't eat it. Now, yeah, you, to eat it, you got to touch it, but... She kind of throwing some extra words in there. So we got to watch that we don't throw any extra words in on God's word too. So then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows in that day you eat of your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So Adam and Eve were what? Perfect, right? No sin? Were. Were were and uh so here they here the satan's kind of tempting well they were a little different than us though they were created in god's image without sin we were born in into sin so we're kind of in the mud and they weren't if you're in the mud you're all dirty right okay um, 
So what kind of, uh, of animal was talking to the woman? Snake. Satan. So a serpent. But as you'll see, this was no normal snake, right? So, uh, so there's a, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, what did the serpent say to the woman? Yeah, he he convinced her. Oh, look, God is God ain't telling. Yeah, you won't die. You won't die. That's right. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out in a minute. Kind of why why Satan's doing that. So he first asked God if he first asked her if God had forbidden her to eat from all the trees in the garden. So that's where he's kind of changing up God's word a little bit to make it sound like God's selfish, mean. Oh, you can't eat from the trees in the garden? Why not? You should be able to. You deserve to eat from all the trees. You know, that kind of stuff. That's right. Then he told her that she was not going to die if she ate from that tree God had said was off limits. So who does the Apostle John tell us um, that the serpent is, and we can. Uh, do you, anybody remember the devil? Got another word for him? Satan. Yep. Um, destroyer of worlds. Yep. Demon. Demon. Well, he has a bunch of demons with him, right? Um, so the main idea, Satan works to turn our hearts against God by lying to us about God. So he was, he was already lying about what God said, right? Ah, oh, you're not going to die. God, selfish, he doesn't want you to have what he's got, you know? Um, like everything God created, Satan was originally good. He was an angel created to serve God, but sadly he became jealous of God. He didn't want God... To be king, Satan wanted to be in charge. So he rebelled against God. And we'll see, I'll read a, a parallel dual prophecy in Ezekiel that talks about that. And ever since, he, was, he has worked tirelessly to get us to rebel against God too. All right, so let's look at uh, Lucifer. Yeah. Let's look at Ezekiel here. 28. All right, 11 to 19. It's a little long, but bear with me. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, take up lamentations for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were a seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. So this is to the king of Tyre, but it's also a dual prophecy speaking of Satan the angel that he was in heaven you were in Eden the garden of God every precious stone was your covering the sardis the topaz the diamond the burlux oxen and or onyx and jasper sapphire turquoise and emerald with gold the workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on that day you were created okay so we know that 
We know that uh, Satan was created. You were an anointed cherubim who covers. I established you. Okay, so God created him. Tells us God created him. You were the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created. There it is again. Telling him again. You were created. You were till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within you and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. So that's when God cast uh, Satan out of heaven. Out of the mountain. Uh, I destroyed you covering cherubim. From the midst of the fiery stones, your hearts were filled. Your heart was filled, was lifted up because of your beauty and corrupted your wisdom for the sake of splendor. I cast you to the ground and lay, laid you before kings they might, that they might gaze at you. You defiled the sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from the midst. It devoured you, and I turned you to ashes upon the earth. In the midst, in the sight of all those who saw you, all who knew and among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror that should be no more forever. Okay, so. What's God going to do? end up doing with Satan? It's going to destroy him. He'll eventually be... Yep, it's going to... Well, God eventually will, right? Will destroy Satan. All right, so when Satan came to Eve from the form... In the form of a serpent, he began by asking questions. Had God forbidden her... From eating every tree in the garden? Which was an incorrect question, right? But she kind of got it right. The question may seem harmless, but is not. Satan was actually questioning God's goodness. Remember, God had given Adam and Eve all the trees of the garden to enjoy, except for one. So if your mom or dad told you, hey, you can eat anything in the kitchen, but don't eat this over here. I got that set aside for something. It's got some special cheese over there. and be touching my cheese. And uh, so you had, so your parents gave you plenty to eat. There's so much in there you couldn't eat it all, right? But you just had to go get that cheese. Cheese, yep. Um, all right, so God had given Adam and Eve all the trees of the garden to enjoy except one. But by his question, Satan made God appear stingy. He wanted Eve to view God not as the one who, who lovingly gave, but as one who cruelly kept her from having something good. But Satan didn't stop there. In the answer to his question, Eve told him that there was only one tree that they could not, were not allowed to eat from, and that if they did, they would die. This was what God had told them. But Satan would have none of it. He told Eve that she certainly would not die if she disobeyed, calling God, what? A liar, right? Um, 
And he claimed that God had lied because he didn't want Adam and Eve to become like him. Now, what does the Bible tell us that Adam and Eve were like? They're good. So when God created uh, mankind, what did, what did God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit say? Let's make them in our enemy, in image so they were already like God. So Satan's saying, no, you're not like God. There's a lie, right? That's right. Um, Satan was accusing God of sinful selfishness. None of these things were true, of course. God always tells the truth. And he had created Adam and Eve in his image so that they would be like him. As the great deceiver, Satan tries to get us to believe similar lies about God so that we too will rebel against him. So who is Satan? Bad guy? Was he always the bad guy? No. God created him as an angel. Angels are good, right? Well, he. It's a good question. <laughs> so did he? So did did God create? I don't think God created Satan so that he would be bad. Satan did that on his own, right? Right. God knows everything. Well, let's. Well, why did he create us then? We would have to say, why did he create us? Oh, man. That's a tough one there, huh? So if God, so if God's, oh, Satan's going to be bad. I ain't going to create him. Oh, Leo's going to be bad. I'm not going to create him. Aren't we glad that he did create us, though? Okay. It's one of them mysteries you'll find out when you get in heaven. You can ask him. So there is a good reason. So eventually, we will be in heaven, right? So that's why God created us. Um, and you could say God created Satan, even though he knew Satan was going to turn, so that we would know God's judgment, his wrath. That'd be something else that we know about God. Fortunately, we won't ever receive his wrath. Who does Satan attempt us who does Satan tempt us to sin against? God. God, right. And how does he do all that? Right. Kind of twisting it. Lies, right? He lies to us. He especially tells us lies about God. When he tempted Eve, he tried to get her to question God's goodness and truthfulness. He wanted Eve to view God as an evil monster rather than a loving creator. If he can get us to have bad thoughts about God, then we will not love, um, live for God. All right, so what must we do when tempted by Satan? Well, what did, what did Jesus do when he was on the mountain and, and Satan tempted him pray what else 
he quote he, scripture there you go he, it is, he said over and over as it is written as it is written and what did satan finally do he's like oh, i can't get anywhere with this guy so he leaves i'm tired of hearing that god stuff you know so that's what we can do the bible says we should resist fight against him this is why what eve should have done in the garden we can stand against Satan's lies by praying to God and remembering our, ourselves of the truths of God in the Bible. All right. So in closing, we can, we can pray, right? We can pray that uh, God will give us the faith to resist Satan's temptations. And then if we know Scripture, we can also quote them Scriptures when we're, when we're tempted. Okay? All right. Well, let's close. Dear Father in heaven and our gracious God, Father, you are holy and righteous and true. You are the one true living God, our creator, and you sustain us, Father, and you have given us your son, Jesus Christ, that through his death, our sin debt has been paid in full. And uh, we thank you for the righteousness of Christ that you give us so that when you look at us, you see Christ's righteousness. We thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. Pray that you will help us to resist the temptations of Satan, that we would not sin against you. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. <laughs>